Hello and welcome to episode 26 of Grow Like a Pro. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Bankhurst, alongside Jason, the almighty Flagel. Jason Flagel. The voice of thunder, the, the illustrious, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. That's not thunder. <laughs> we actually did some uh, Golem impressions earlier yep. from Lord of the Rings, yep. and it was pretty good. We might release it one day. I think we sound better as, uh, you know, <laughs> hobbits that have been crippled by the One Ring. We need to put that in our blooper reel. <laughs> yeah, I know. Seriously, I need, I need to put that thing together. It's interesting. Um, but yeah, it's we, we're back with another episode with an incredible guest, but we actually are making a little bit of a change to Grow Like a Pro. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be switching some things around and going to more of a uh, you know a live a live focus where we'll be doing a lot more Facebook Lives and YouTube mm-hmm. Lives and all these things and kind of switching up our cadence of guests and then Jason and I talking and stuff. And obviously this episode, it's only an audio one this week because yep. we did have a video component with it, but it was very... It just was didn't look that great, unfortunately, no. and no fault of of our guest Austin. It was mm-hmm. some technical difficulties in our end and stuff. But I think the important thing was really conveyed by the audio anyway. Yeah, like you sure. don't need to look at our ugly faces. Well, yeah. I mean Jason's ugly face. And I mean it, it goes back <laughs> and it's it's kind of like one of those bad translation movies. Like you hear it, but their mouths do not. Lie, <laughs> yeah, it was very up, weird. So. And I'm sure we could have synced in certain things. But like I said, just <laughs> the quality and where we were in the webcam, just yeah. we, we didn't love it. So I thought mm-hmm. just let's focus on the audio for this one because Austin Stark is an awesome guy. Yeah. Um, yeah you may remember him. Not just his last name. No, because <laughs> it's very fitting. So, <laughs> you know, right. it's, a, some, it's fate, I guess you would say. <laughs> but if you remember when we released our West Coast, you know, recap and our mm-hmm. a little video and trip uh, a podcast about all that he was one of the guests that we spoke to yeah. he, we met him at the kind of funny world tour and he was showing off his his product that he has called switch fix which for those unfamiliar is basically a holder for your nintendo switch which is nintendo's latest kind of portable mm-hmm. home console type thing and he's an engineer at heart so he built a grip where you can use the nintendo's pro controller which is it's an add-on but it's it's a very popular thing it's a more traditional controller and you hold the switch over it and the way it's kind of situated it doesn't really feel as heavy it feels really good yeah and he's you know very impressive yeah and and the thing that i think really caught our eye about austin is he it wasn't just that he has a good product he wasn't afraid to show it off like he brought a <laughs> yeah. bunch of them to to the kind to the meetup he gave it to all the kind of funny guys he gave us one uh, mm-hmm. for ign and did all this kind of stuff and it was just th- there's those people that you meet that you're like you know what this guy he's going places he's yeah, he's sure. got that drive and that you know that he, sometimes that the ability to overcome your fear to mm-hmm. really say i believe in this product and yeah he's very persistent showed. and then i mean he like was getting awesome feedback from people who were saying, Hey, why don't you try doing this, uh, changing the switch fix. And we've already seen like him implementing changes and recommendations. So yeah, I mean him, I think taking that desire, having that desire to make changes and constantly improve the concept. Yeah. I mean, that's what a real entrepreneur. Yeah, definitely. And you know, and what's really cool is since we met him and since we had this conversation a few weeks back, because this conversation was from a a few weeks ago or maybe Mm -hmm. even a month or so, but um, I got to see him at PAX East in Boston when I was there and, you know, got to see him showing it around. He met a bunch of cool people and we had a nice talk with Chris Volpe. He was Mm -hmm. there as well. We had kind of like a little meetup and discussed all these things. And then since then, his switch fix was featured on an episode of the kind of funny games cast. You know, he gave it to him like that's he he took the the risk. He took the chance, gave it to him. And then he was featured on the show that that I was on Mm -hmm. and uh, or it was a different one that I was on a different podcast. But 
he's he's the traffic to his website has gone crazy (laughs) and it's so awesome awesome. and then (laughs) andrea renee who does what's good game she's another very high you know very important person in the video game industry she also tweeted out last week because austin sent her a custom switch fix that was like purple and pink and had her name on it and was all super custom like see this guy he's a good dude he knows what he's doing (laughs) exactly (laughs) so yeah so i just i think it's a great product. He's a he's a great guy, and we really have a great conversation about you know mm-hmm. where it came from, what what kind of the whole philosophy behind it was, where he kind of sees it going, and all this stuff. So it's a it's a good conversation. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we want to remind people if you want to be a part of the show, if you want to you know ask questions about what the future of Grow Like a Pro is, and kind of learn a lot more, just send an email to podcast at growlikeaproshow.com. Oh, no, sorry. Oh, I messed it up. What's wrong with me? Hello. Hello. <laughs> I was like, wait a, wait a minute. That's not right. I have too many shows I'm doing. <laughs> but just, you send an email to hello at growlikeaproshow.com. Insert your way. <laughs> Once again, hello at growlikeaproshow.com. Of course, that's like my signature move, and I yeah. messed it up. Unbelievable. I don't know. But, <laughs> I don't know what's going on, Adam. <laughs> you know, I'm just too excited to get to this interview, so that's I'd say right. we just jump to it, and I want to introduce the world to the wonderful author. Austin Stark. Hey guys, what is up? It is Jason Adam here from the Grow Like a Pro show. And guess what? We've got Austin Stark from Switch Fix with us today. If you remember our awesome videos uh, that we released while we were out on the West Coast, Austin was one of the guys that was gracious enough, uh, I think at the Kind of Funny World Tour, uh, tour yeah, Adam, that we uh, connected with him. And we're like, hey, Austin, you want to do a short uh, video with us? And he's like, yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was very awesome. Austin, yeah, that was so great. So thank you so much you know, for taking time out of your schedule, uh, out of your lunch break, right? Because uh, you are you know, uh, still doing your day job and then, you know, getting a switch fix off the ground. But thank you again for being with us today, uh, here with us today. But share a little bit more, uh, Austin, about your story, uh, your background, um, you know, a little bit about what you're doing um, in the world today. And then we can get into more of switch fix and what that means, you know, with the, uh, for the world. Cool. Well, yeah, I just want to say thanks for having me. Um, I really did enjoy uh, that short interview we did. Uh, <laughs> That was pretty fun. So, um, yeah, so a little bit about my background. Um, I kind of always wanted to be uh, an inventor. I kind of like idolized or thought Thomas Edison was like the coolest person in the world when I was a kid. Um, And I kind of always wanted to start my own company too. Um, So I uh, went to engineering school after I uh, graduated from high school um, because I I wanted to learn how to design things. Um, and I learned, I learned a lot about math and physics, um, which I think, think is super valuable. Mm -hmm. Um, but while I was in design school, I, they showed us a video of, um, IDEO, um, their design consulting consultancy designing a shopping cart. And I just thought their method for doing this, um, and how they tried to understand the user, um, was you know, the coolest thing I've ever seen. So um, I graduated uh, from engineering school. Um, I worked a couple years and then I went back to design school um, to really try and learn um, um, about the about design great user experiences. And where did you go uh, to school? Uh, so my undergrad engineering degree was at Baylor University. Nice. Uh, and then my grad 
graduate degree was at um, ASU. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I ended up, you know, loving Arizona and uh, staying out here. Nice. Awesome. Where are you from originally? Well, I grew up in uh, Chicago. Oh, okay. Wow. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's been kind of a little while since I've had to, you know, deal with Chicago winters. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we know how that you is. Know, it's, like, it was snowing here last night. Yep, it sure was. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. See, that like this time of year, I remember, I just, just wanted it to end. Yep. And, yeah, and then it never did. <laughs> but <laughs> I guess it eventually would, but. Yeah, for yeah, sure. So. Yeah, that's a, that's a little bit about my history and how I kind of got to um, the point I'm at. Mm-hmm. So how did you go from like getting into design and engineering to thinking about like wanting to create SwitchFix? And can you explain to you know our listeners and our watchers um, what SwitchFix is? Because some of them you know may not be aware of what it is. Yeah, so, um, so after I graduated from design school, uh, the Nintendo Switch came out kind of oh, around yeah. the same time. Best thing ever. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty great. Um, so I wanted to. Uh, so I got I got the Switch and then um, the Nintendo Switch. And if you're not familiar with it, it um, it's a console uh, that you can take with you on the go mm-hmm. and also um, play with it on your TV. Um, and when you're playing on your TV. Uh, you know, Nintendo designed this nice um, traditional pro controller. Um, it's more like an Xbox or a PlayStation 4 controller, super comfortable and um, ergonomic. Um, and so I bought one of those because the more portable controllers I didn't think were very comfortable. Um, and I thought, you know, someone should connect these two things, um, you know, the pro controller and the Nintendo Switch, because um, I thought it'd just be like um, a controller mount for a phone they've they've had those kind of on the market for a while um but so i waited until you know i waited for someone to do it and then i continued to wait and no one had done it so i finally decided i should do it um and yeah it kind of took off i was originally thinking maybe i just spend a couple weeks design it 3d print them and sell them on amazon but i kept you know, I kept wanting to keep working at it to make it better and better. Um, and I, it, I kind of couldn't stop. Um, and I, you know, never should have thought it would only take a couple weeks. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, um, yeah, so that's kind of how I got into, um, you know, starting switch fix and with this idea. Awesome. And are you able to do have one to kind of show how it works just so people can kind of see the visual look of it? Yeah. So, yeah, this is the I, – I have one that's blue and red, but this is the all-black model. Um, and that's similar to how Nintendo sells the Nintendo Switch. Um, but basically, you just slide um, the Nintendo Switch into these rails on the side and um, holds it pretty well. And then you just snap the controller on, kind of like, kind of like this, Um, and you're able to, uh, you know, play play with the pro controller on the go. Um, One of the nice things about this mount compared to other controller mounts in the past. So I I talked about um, the, you know, having one connected to the phone. 
And um, but this is this is an Xbox controller with a phone. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, um, the problem I think with all these controller mounts is that they put the phone or the screen um, behind uh, the controller. Yeah, I've noticed when, that a lot. Yeah, and when people pick things up, they naturally balance the center of mass of that object over their hands. So if they put the screen on the back, then it forks your hand, and or you have to hold the controller like this, which isn't you know the natural way people hold a controller. Or if you hold it like this, then it torques your hand. Mm -hmm. with, uh, with Switch Fix, especially with the Switch being larger and heavier, um, it's designed so you can put the the switch over your hands, um, and it makes it super ergonomic and comfortable to use. Uh, but that's a little bit about a little bit of uh, the difference between Switch Fix and other controller mounts in the past. Cool, that's awesome, Austin. So, like, what what was the kind of process that you went through um, as you were doing the design prototyping process? Like, how how many? I, I think uh, you told us how many prototypes you went through before. Uh, it was a lot. Uh, but what's that kind of process you go through for design and prototyping? What did it look like for the Switch Fix? Well, I think um, traditionally um, designers. Uh, tend to draw a lot of ideas um, before they start actually building stuff to kind of so because it's a quick way to explore ideas and I highly recommend doing that um, even if you're not great at drawing just um, start I think it helps um, helps you be more creative and opens up maybe different parts of your mind um, that maybe you wouldn't um, that being said I didn't do too much of that even though I think I should have um, I, I kind of went straight into uh, um, a com computer model and just started printing prototype after prototype um, to try and to try and make it better um, and I think I think one thing that's really important is testing your ideas out as quickly as possible because um, a lot of times you can, have, you can make assumptions about how something should work or you think it will work, and then that that ends up not being the case or you just you just don't predict that some, something else is going to happen. Um, so I think, you know, I think the world is super, super complicated. We just have, like, a limited capacity, limited logical capacity, especially compared to how complicated the world is. So we really got to just... To try, try out an idea. Um, see how, see how, see how it goes. Take what, take the good parts of it and leave the bad parts. Um, and that's kind of what I tried to do. I, you know, I originally um, a lot of the a lot of the parts on this were too thin, um, so I had to make them bulkier to make sure they wouldn't break. Or yeah, um, and um, yeah. That, this, so that's kind of the process I went through. Just. You know, I'd, try, I'd have an idea, try it, and if it was good, I'd try and keep it. And if it was bad, I'd throw it away and try something new. Yeah, yeah and sure. is, is, are, are you working out of your home? Do you have a, another office that you kind of do all these projects in? Do you have a team with you, or is it mostly just you who's kind of handling this right now? Um, so currently, it's mostly me. Um, I, I am working out of uh, my house. I kind of got a, uh, a, little, a little office, and I bought a couple of 3d printers um which which really helps oh, I, sure. I actually 
yeah, I actually, um, a year ago, I got some contract work. I'm like, okay, with the money, I can buy a 3D printer. And then I kind of fell in love with 3D printing. <laughs> so I ended up buying two more that were better. Um, but they were kind of for this project of, you know, designing a switch fix. And then, you know, at the time I was thinking, you know, maybe I could produce them um, 3D printing. And I think, you know, I think they came out pretty well, but um, being able to manufacture them in, um, you know, in a more traditional way, injection molding would really help me get them out faster and not take so much time to build. How long does it take to 3D print one of these things? Uh, so it takes maybe about three hours currently. Gotcha. To, yeah, to 3D print uh, one and I can do, so I can do about five a day on, on a printer. Um, yeah. So what um, 3D printer do you, uh, or multiples of the 3D printer do you use? What's been, uh, I don't know if you tested out any other 3D printing, uh, 3D printers, but what's your go-to 3D printer that you like to use? Um, so I have a Dremel 3D45, which is the top of the line of the Dremel 3D printers. Um, I highly recommend that one. It's, I think it produces amazing quality prints for the price. Um, but one problem is that if you want to use filament that's not Dremels, they make it kind of difficult. They say they support all filaments, but um, the actual filament roll doesn't fit in to their printer mm -hmm. you'd have to buy their dremel so a lot of prints failed because of that reason um and obviously theirs is significantly more expensive than wholesale um filament from another company um so that one's really great if you the other one i have is a persa i3 which is um in another another amazing 3d printer um it, it came in a kit though and uh, um, it took me 12 hours to put together, which was a lot longer than I had hoped it would take. Um, but, uh, yeah, you can also buy it for, um, you can also buy a pre-assembled one. I'm like, well, I guess I could probably figure out how to put it together because I have an engineering degree, but I'm like, yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't worth it. <laughs> I just should have bought the pre-assembled one. Uh, but yeah, that I also highly recommend that one if you, uh, which is a little cheaper. Um, at 750. Cool. Uh, the Dremel, yeah. That's awesome. So, um, have you ever done a? Have you ever worked on a project, Austin, where you've taken something where you're prototyping 3D print, uh, like through a 3D printer, and then moved to that process of, like you said, doing an injection molding, which will probably be, you know, the next step for the switch fix. But because uh, I know you mentioned you're an industrial designer engineer. Um, so like, what does that process look like when you are starting to transition to looking for, you know, an injection, uh, molding company? Cause I, I'm not familiar with that whole kind of world. So I don't know what that's like, but, uh, yeah. What, I mean, what's have, have you done that before and what's that process look like? Yes. So most of my engineering experience, um, has been in metal manufacturing. Oh, okay. So, so I have a lot of experience with that. I, um, I designed some stuff for like oil rigs, um, uh, you know, before I went back to design school and then, um, you know, after design school, I'm working for, um, a company that makes TV lifts, which, uh, we do a lot of metal manufacturing in. Um, so I don't have, I've never, um, done 
design something to be injection molded. Um, so my plan was, but you know, I have, I have the educational background, you know, I know a lot of, know a lot about it, but, um, you know, that's different than actually being under someone who's, you know, done this for 20 years and learning all the, you know, details of that. So, um, part of the Indiegogo campaign, I was going to use, um, to, uh, hire a design consultancy to work with me to get those, you know, make sure all the models are correct, or, um, for injection molding. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, every, every manufacturing method, um, kind of has different rules that you need to follow, um, to, to, um, make sure that the product comes out right. So injection molding, everything has to have a draft. So, um, so it can pop out of the mold after it's done. So, so there's, there's things like that, that I think would be really beneficial, you know, if someone, you know, who has a lot of experience doing this, you know, worked with me to get these, to get these ready to uh, send to a manufacturer um, to make the mold, especially because those molds are like um, each part could be $10,000 to make the metal mold. And you don't want to mess up like the shrink rate of the plastic. So the two parts don't fit together and then you're out $10,000. Wow. <laughs> That's never a good situation to be in. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, you know, if it, if it wasn't for that, maybe I'd be, maybe I'd go try and figure it out myself. But <laughs> like it's like you know, a guarantee that you know I'm not gonna waste money on these molds. Yeah, for sure. And have you done any uh, many big projects before Switch Fix, or is this kind of your first big one that you're kind of doing on your own besides some of the contracting work? Um. Well, some of you know, I've I've let some projects slip away. Um, in design school, I had a, um, meniscus transplant and so I designed a post-surgical knee brace and I showed it to the doctor who, um, you know, who did my surgery and he hooked me up with, um, he, he really, he really liked the knee brace. He thought there was some innovative, cool stuff about it. So he hooked me up with, uh, um, you know, the, the I guess, um, a medical, equipment manufacturer um and you know i i at the time i wasn't sure what to do so i'm like well i guess i should try and get a patent but i was in school and uh i and you know i i was recovering from surgery too and so i kind of just let that one slip away um but that was probably the only other one that i had worked on um other than switch fix that's it yeah. Well, so it far. sounds like you've got another project to work on in um, either in tandem or once you get kind of switch fix off the ground, you can pursue this one as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, maybe I should look back into that one. It's never too late. So, <laughs> so yeah. well, that was one of the questions I had for you, Austin, actually, is um, are, are you going to plan on sticking to like developing out products um, in the gaming industry? Or are you looking to, you know, other industries that you can kind of develop out products in the future? Um, well, you know, I think one thing I'm realizing with uh, Switch Fix is that um, it's kind of hard to uh, create a brand that people trust. So, you know, if, if I, you know, if, if people trust, you know, start to develop trust in you know, switch fix and realize that, you know, we make 
high quality, well thought out products, um, then it could be pretty nice to continue to make, uh, you know, more gaming accessories. I definitely, you know, like to make a case for it to make sure it's super portable um, and easy to take with you. Um, and, you know, I'm sure, you know, I would love to continue, but I also do have a lot of other ideas. Um, one, you know, is for 3D printing um, that, uh, you know, cause I've done so much of it now that there's some things that I, like tools that I would really like to have that I think other people would too. Um, and then another one is I, I, you know, was really into fitness um, for a long time. My, my, uh, that, that knee injury kind of set me back a little bit, but, um, you know, I'd really love to um, work on some fitness equipment that's meant for the home. Um, because I think a lot of fitness equipment um, doesn't look like something you'd want to have in your home. <laughs> so, you yeah, know, for trying, sure. Try, trying to make, uh, you know, nice looking um, fitness equipment that adds to the aesthetic of your house. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, they have they have all those things like you know the Peloton and all these other things, and I feel like there's a big push to having that whole gym in your house. So I think it'd be a good time to start working into that industry as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just it feels like there's just uh, too limited of time in the day to do everything. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> yeah, for sure. That you want to do? Yeah. So Austin, where are you like learning how to build up this company? Are there, do you have someone in your life that is an entrepreneur or are you like learning from other people that like podcasts or, you know, books or like, how are you teaching yourself some of the skills and knowledge that you need to build up switch fix and even looking to the future, you know, some of these other ideas that you shared, like, how are you going through that process of equipping yourself with what you need to you know, succeed? Um, yeah, so I, I, my uncle um, has always been an entrepreneur. Um, he, uh, he owned the Mayflower branch, um, the moving company in Chicago for a long time. And then he started a, um, a shredding company when HIPAA, the new HIPAA laws um, came about. And then he started a um, a self-storage company. So, um, I've been talking to him and asking him for advice. I always kind of admired, you know, his, uh, you know, that he, he was so successful at, you know, running companies. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, I think that the, um, you know, switch fix is a little different, um, being a product than a lot of the companies he's run. Um, so I think he has some great advice, but, um, I don't know if he has a, he has a ton of experience in products. Um, the owner, the owner of, uh, the company I work for also has been, uh, talking to me a little bit about it and giving me some advice. Um, but I think that it's really important, um, to try and find people who are skilled at the things you're not and, um, not to be too worried about, um, like, uh, I mean, giving up equity, I guess, um, you know, try, try to bring people in that can help you do the things you can't because there's, um, really too much to do and you can't, you can't be good at everything. Um, so one thing I'd really like to, you know, um, 
continue to do is find people who know how to do things that I don't and learn from them too. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but then I have been reading books about being an inf- uh, becoming an influencer. Not that I really want to do that, but you know, kind of learning how that whole marketing side works. Um, and you know, I've been reading I've been reading a lot a lot of marketing books recently to try and understand uh, marketing too. So yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, uh, yeah, it's one of the questions I love to ask the guests because every person, um, f- you know, equips themselves um, with different information they can find in different places. So I always like to hear, you know, people's different perspectives on that. So that's awesome. I love to hear that. Um, is there any like failures or big struggles, Austin, that um, you've been facing as you're kind of going through this process that you're like, wow, that was crazy, but I'm glad I got through that process. And, you know, I learned something valuable from that. Yeah. So, you know, I think I've always heard that like, um, marketing is important, but, um, you know, I always, I, I thought, you know, I really do believe switch fix is a product that a lot of people would like, um, especially because the pro controller is, um, you know, so, so much better of an experience than the joy cons are um so i thought you know once people saw it they would kind of get you know that you know that you it wouldn't it wouldn't feel heavy in their hands because the screen could be above the controller and um so i wasn't i wasn't telling people things like that and um i realized you know a lot of people weren't understanding um which which makes sense you know they haven't been working on it for eight months now know <laughs> yeah. it like the back of their hand um so so i i think i think i was surprised that you know it it was it it was hard to get sales um starting off um but um yeah so i think that's probably probably been the hardest part so far um yeah cool yeah. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. I like that. And how, how have you kind of worked to get around that? Have you kind of learned anything or have you kind of found different ways to, to spread the message well or do anything like that? Well, um, hopefully, you know, I, so going on podcasts like yours. <laughs> <laughs> might help. Definitely. And I thought it was, yeah. I thought it was really great what you did at kind of funny world tour where you just brought it with you and let people see it and, you know, gave it to Greg and all the guys. And, you know, I, there's a, there's a certain balance between being, you know, a little too pushy, but also just being a really good marketer and really showing that you care and that this is something you believe in. And I think you did a really good job. And I heard so many people talking about switch fix and I saw it in their office when we went there the next day and everything. So yep. I think that was really cool of you to, you know, not be afraid to be able to just put yourself out there and, and show that you believe in that. So that was very cool. Yeah, for well, sure. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, I wasn't sure um, if that trip was going to be worth it because, you know, uh, cash flow starting when you're starting a company is always difficult. Um, but after going and, you know, meeting you guys and, uh, you know, all the kind of funny guys, especially because I've just been a fan of them oh, yeah. for so long, that <laughs> it, was, it was super fun to go see and do. And I really didn't want to think that, like, them to think that I was just going there to peddle my product even though that's the reason i went there (laughs) (laughs) i just i but i actually do like really would have just had a good time oh yeah 
Yeah, it's just it's just a, the way it's it's the way you approach these things. You have to do it in a certain way where it, yep. yeah, it, you do show that you care and you're not just trying to be some, you know, skeezy marketing guy or sales guy or something that you do. You know, you you have a passion, you have a project that you believe in, but you also really believe in kind of funny and those guys and I think you kind of, you know, played that balance really well. Yeah, and you you take the persistence um, very seriously, Austin. You know, you don't you uh, you refuse to give up. But like Adam said, you don't do it in a super pushy, disrespectful way. You know, you're respecting people at the same time, and because you really believe in what you're doing. So I love that. That's awesome. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Definitely yeah, for I mean, sure. You know, we're we're kind of coming to the end of the interview, and we're definitely gonna have to have you back on as this kind of journey progresses. But one of the last things that we kind of like to ask people is is what's something that you would tell to somebody who is you know trying to be in a is in a, a similar situation to you they want to create something they have an idea maybe they have engineering background maybe they don't what's what's some some advice you have for people who are trying to just make something into the world from their brain to reality <laughs> yeah well i think the first thing i would recommend is um build a prototype and it does not have to be good it can be really really bad but I think, you know, if you want to, if, if it's a physical object, um, you definitely want to build a prototype um, because it really helps you communicate with other people what the idea is. Um, and I would also recommend um, f finding people who, who you think can help you or, you know, who might be willing to work with you. Um, because, um, again, I really don't think that one person can do everything. Um, so I think, um, you know, a lot of companies tend to be more successful when they have, you know, partnerships. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think those, those, those two things are probably, um, some of the most important. Um, I, I kind of, there's this, um, Ted talk where they ask, uh, the, the teams, te groups, of people to build a spaghetti tower as tall as they can. Um, and like, I think it's like 15 minutes. And, um, the one, one thing is, you know, it's just, it's just a spaghetti and they have to build a tower out of it. But one thing is at the end, they have to put a marshmallow on top. And they found that, um, you know, the teams that planned what they were going to do, um, and then made a plan of what they were going to do and then started building, what they were going to do, um, ended up doing the worst. Um, and they even did worse than, um, you know, elementary school kids. <laughs> wow. um, and, and the reason, the reason for that was because, um, we have this concept that marshmallows are light, but, um, compared to spaghetti, they're really heavy. So the elementary school kids picked up the marshmallow right away. And they realized that compared to the spaghetti that marshmallow was heavy where you know people who made a plan and didn't pick up the marshmallow yet didn't um didn't realize that so i think i think it's it kind of goes back to that experimentation um mindset where um you kind of you kind of got to start experimenting um with what you want to do and I, I think you can also do that if you're trying to do a service you can start experimenting to see what people like and they don't like um, and you know, if, if your ideas are kind of working out, um, so yeah, yeah. 
Awesome. That's a good story. I like that. Yeah, I really like that story. It's a good analogy. Um, Well, not analogy. It's a good exercise. (laughs) Uh, But Austin, uh, final question. Uh, How can people get connected with you and, you know, learn more about Switch Fix? And can they get one right now? Or what's what's this? I know you mentioned the Indiegogo. So what's the what's the best way to people stay? Yeah, to stay in touch with you and Switch Fix? Yeah, so um, you can get in touch with me um, by emailing me at austinstarkdesign at gmail.com. Um, you can also uh, check out my website, which is getswitchfix.com. And on there, there's a link to see to go to our pre-launch page on Indiegogo. Um, we were selling, I was selling uh, uh, 3D printed prototypes of switch fix and I think they work really great, but um, I decided to um, uh, stop selling those to focus on the Indiegogo campaign and launch um, to make sure I'm able to get the word out about it. Um, so if you're interested in switch fix, make sure you enter, enter your email um, to learn about secret perks and stay updated on switch fix on our Indiegogo pre-launch page. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you, Austin, so much for your taking time out of your schedule uh, to talk with Adam and I and, you know, share some awesome insights with you and your story, uh, you know, with our listeners. Uh, really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. I, I appreciate it, too. Um, after the last one, after the last interview we did, my uh, my sister, my sister found it and she goes, they actually made you look smart. <laughs> <laughs> That's our power I here. Power. It was all you, Austin. <laughs> none of it. None of it mattered except for the part that made you look smart, Austin. I love that. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I hope this this one makes you look that's like a genius. It, that's how I, I hope that's not how she meant it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. I'd like to think that. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, Austin. Well, thanks you. Uh, thank you so much. And we will. Uh, Adam and I would love to have you back on in the future. You know, maybe to give an update on what's going on with Switch Fix. But again, thank you so much. And uh, guys, we will uh, catch you next time. Bye bye. See, that's another thing I like about our good old friend Austin Stark. He's a humble dude. <laughs> yeah, he very much so is. Yeah, it's a, it, it's just such a good story, such a cool product, and we're just happy that we've been able to kind of work with him in this capacity, get that interview, get this one, mm-hmm. do other stuff. I got to meet him in Boston, and that's how it happens. It's just that's what's so cool when you try to help people and put yourself out there. You meet some awesome people and get yeah. things done. Yeah, and I'm talking with him today, Adam, which is really great. Watch I out, mean, Austin. Yeah, staying in trap. touch with uh, these awesome people is so great. That's that's one of the best things I think about doing this show. Oh, for you know, sure. Is we we get to connect with amazing people, yeah. doing amazing things, and then we're all helping each other succeed. Yeah, definitely. I love it. Yeah, that's 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 really what, like you said it perfectly, makes me so excited about the show. Is it just we're all growing like a pro. That's true. <laughs> we, we're a four because there's so many people doing cool things and it's hard to get your message out there. So mm-hmm. it's nice that we're able to, you know, talk to people and let people tell their story, give them a platform, do that stuff. So That's it right. just, it, it, I enjoy it. Yeah, for sure. So, Absolutely. so yeah, Austin Stark is, uh, is on the rise and <laughs> there's like all kinds of crazy stuff. And I think switch fix is starting to get a lot of traction. So be sure to check out his Indiegogo page and, yeah. you know, you can learn more about when it's going to be fully for, for sale and all that stuff. But if you have a switch and I've tested this out and I'm probably going to be doing a, a review of one of the switch fixes either this week or next week and try to get something 
out there because it is a cool product. And I think mm-hmm. once again, more people need to know about it because yeah, as sure. amazing as something is, if nobody knows about it, doesn't, doesn't do any good. So yeah. um, be sure to check out his interview or the, the kind of funny guys re- like review of the product and all that stuff. And yeah, just uh, support. What, what's so. the best way to find it, Adam? You think just typing in Google search bar kind of funny. Yeah. It was on, Switch yeah, it was on the kind of funny games cast. Yeah. It was, so you search for it and you should be able to find it with, okay. with that. So should be cool. pretty easy. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, Austin is, he's developed out the switch fix, but I'm sure this is just the beginning for him. I mean, he's mentioned that he wants to do other products being an engineer and an industrial designer too. He's got so much potential, especially in the medical space. Yeah. He was talking with me, um, in one of our conversations about developing out awesome applications in that industry. So I just really like it how, you know, he's passionate about gaming and he wanted to do something cool in that industry. Yeah, definitely. It's really cool. And also his last name Stark. So I mean, I know. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Especially this week. Because it's need, Avengers week. He needs to be getting into developing out like Iron Man. Since. I know. It'd be just perfect. It's just built in. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. <laughs> come on, Austin. You need to develop out <laughs> oh, the Iron so Man. Funny. Let's make it happen. Make it a reality. <laughs> oh, I love it. So freaking good. But yeah, that's uh, that was our episode with Austin Stark. If you want to be a part of the show, if you want to you know, ha- be a guest on the show, if you want to ask questions to our guests or you know, propose topics for Jason and I to talk about, be sure to send an email to hello at growlikeaproshow.com. I got it this time. Hello at growlikeaproshow.com. And we really, you know, look forward to kind of building the show a little differently, but hopefully I want some changes I think will be better in the long term. So yep. be sure to, keep, you know, stay, you know, keep uh, track with us on Twitter. You can follow me at Adam Bankhurst. Jason. And you can follow me at JJ Flagel. And then Grow Like a Pro is Grow Like a Pro 1. 1 on Twitter. Yeah. So be able, yeah, follow us on Facebook and YouTube and all this stuff, and you'll be able to find out all the updates. Um, but before we end, I would like to pass it over to Jason to talk about our sponsor. Yeah. And this week's episode is brought to you by Genesis Marketing Group, and that's Genesis with a J. And Genesis really specializes in building relationships with business owners and entrepreneurs just like you to help you guys succeed. So we do everything from website development, e-commerce stores, uh, set up and, and making sure that they're optimized to generate revenue for the company. Um, social media marketing management, direct mail, graphic design. So really at the end of the day, we come alongside you, find out what challenges you're facing or where you want to go and create that customized solution for your success. So we've got a proven track record of working with national brands to you know generate leads, make them more money and better connect with their customers. So definitely appreciate Genesis for their support of the show and definitely recommend checking them out at genesismarketinggroup.com. Well, well done, sir. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, we, uh, I think we'll have one more episode next week before some big changes happen. So be yep. sure to tune in to find out all about the exciting stuff going on Shh, with Grow secret. Like a Pro. <laughs> big secret. Redacted is the word. <laughs> the key word of the day. But yeah, until next week, we just really want to thank you all so much for coming along for the ride. We want to thank Austin for spending his time with us and telling his story. And be sure to check out SwitchFix at GetSwitchFix.com. And uh, yeah, until next time, I hope you have a great day and or night, and we will see you next week.